Welcome to the More Than Just Dumbbells podcast. My name is Jason Lindsay. And my name is Kitty Truax. It is Kitty Truax. I'm excited for high this podcast. High fives, good vibes. What do you say? What's high your th- fives, good vibes, change lives. That's your thing? That's my thing. I like it. You That's got my a, slogan. You got a, you got a slogan. I was going to say motto, yep. slogan, my slogan. slogan. <laughs> I have a tattoo of my I logo, I don't know too. that I've ever heard that term slogan. I like yeah. Do you like that? I, did you make that I up? I did. Well, I mean, I'm we sure are, it's been said before, but are, I started saying it. We are definitely more than just dumbbells. At least you are, for sure. Well, thank you. That That is the name of the podcast. You might know it as the Power Block Fitness Podcast. And that wouldn't be necessarily incorrect. We've went, we've currently still under that title, but we're making a change here. We're going to flip the switch soon. Make that change. Call that more than just dumbbells. We do a Monday. We do a Monday podcast where we have a guest. This is a Monday podcast. You might be listening to it on a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. But thank it, you for listening. But it was it, w- it went live on a Monday with a guest. In this case, a really really super funny, awesome oh, I'm guest. Looking forward to this one. Don't go anywhere. We've got Tony Cavallero. Did I say that I right? I think you did. Yeah. If you don't know that name, you. Probably will if you don't. I mean, you'd probably recognize him. You, if, He's one of those guys. Yes. Yeah, if you Google his his image and, and stuff. You're like, oh, I didn't know that was that guy. Sweet. And it's kind of our first comedian. And we've had people that probably are funny, sense of humor, you know, central. But this is our first kind of comedian. But also, we have high expectations for this one. Well, we do. And maybe, you know. He better be funny. He, he's not listening to this. So hopefully he's, <laughs> no pressure on no Tony. No pressure, Tony. He's a performer. You know, he's so, an improv performer. But but I wanted to, one. but again, back to the podcast, we are going to make that name change. And you know we are sponsored by PowerBlock, and uh, yeah, and a lot of a lot of our listeners, not all, have PowerBlocks, but we find our guests many different ways. There's kind of a fitness theme, you know, usually there, kind of, sorta, you know. Um, in and out. I mean, the rock star we had is into f- fitness. Yeah, Matt Smith, the entrepreneur central from Pueblo, who's been on Undercover Billionaire, is uh, it owns a gym. You know, so there's kind of that fitness thing. Tony, there's Tony, kind of like a general thread. Like Tony Cavallaro works out all the time. So why would you listen to our podcast? Well, I I hope to be to be inspired and entertained on the Monday edition where we have a guest. Our guests are usually have, they have usually have pretty cool stories. Yeah, quite Th- engaging. Things that I think people would like listening to if you're into that kind of good vibes, high fives, and change lives. That's right. Slogo. Look at you catching on. Slogo, yeah, more than just a dumbbell kitty. <laughs> just ask Dan. So. And then on Thursday, the Thursday edition is just you and I. Like for example, we just did, we just recorded a podcast, how to gain muscle mass. Yes, we did. I think it was t- a great I, episode. I think the next one's going to be how to, what was it? How to get a workout when you are just too busy to work yeah, out. Things like that. But we welcome suggestions. And if you suggestions to podcast at powerblock.com, you can ask questions. Hey, would you answer this question on the air? And we will do that likely, unless it's a weird question. You know, like. How do you play 45 holes in one day? You know, something like that. Not one day, three days. Oh, that's, but that's right, cool. three days. Now, the other thing I want to make sure people know, Kitty, is that we have Jason. another email address that will go to us or me. Me. You. I guess. Mm, what's it? My what? My story at powerblock.com. And why would somebody send an email that way? Because we would love to hear your story with Powerblocks. What kind of transformation? What have they done for you? What have you gained or lost? And what has Powerblock done? And for with, you, you, with, with your you. permission. Which it'll so I th- I see it going like this. You can email you can email a video by the way, and we will s- we will share that on social media. You can email text, and we will share that on social media and our email marketing and read it on the air. Likely, all these things are possible. But I want to make sure before you get nervous that I will come back and say, hey, is there any part of this you don't want me to share, or you know, because I'm not just gonna I'm not just gonna take that and say you're cool with it. For example, I'm not gonna use your name. Unless you want me to, and I don't know. And there's not really a need per se. No, there's not. Like you said, there's not. But I mean, if somebody says, "Hey, I actually want people to reach out to me 
because I, I'm a I'm a trainer now or whatever. Like Mark Andrew Fitness, correct. There you go. Exactly. Then, then then in that case I would like people to know how they can reach you. We live in a different day and age now. I mean I want if you want people to go to your Insta to check out your inspirational story, you, you know, then I Promo. want I, Yeah, but absolutely. So we will we will plug. So anything else before we get uh Tony on the Tony horn? Tony on the horn. No. He was uh he was Ozzy Osbourne in the dirt. If yeah, well, yeah. And and He's I Dewey. and I don't <clears throat> admittedly Let's go to the rock. The only the only thing I know him th- that I've seen him do is the dirt. Mm-hmm. And he's I've, great as Ozzy. Yeah, and I you know I saw it twice, but I saw it years ago, and I probably saw it inebriated because it's the dirt. Because it's right? Motley Crue. But so I don't want to spend all the time talking about that. So I'm I'm leaning on your deep dive, and I've got the sheet here. Deep so dive, doobie doo. I'm kind of I'm kind of I'm kind of hoping that you just kind of talk to him, and I just laugh. Sure. No pressure. <laughs> that, no pressure, Tony and, and, and Kitty. And then Dan can edit out all my you know stupid All things. Your guffaws yeah, and my guffaws. <laughs> there we go. Well, hey, stay tuned, everybody. We'll take a short break, and we're going to get back with Tony Cavallero on the horn. You're listening to the Power Block Fitness Podcast, recorded live at Power Block headquarters in Burnsville, Minnesota. We would like to take a brief moment to remind you that some, but not all of our guests have been provided with Power Block product in exchange for honest and unbiased reviews. And now, let's get back to the podcast. All right, everybody, we are back and super stoked that he answered the phone. Kitty, I always, I always get nervous, especially when you get big deals like him. He is a big deal. He's kind of a big deal. I mean, you know, I don't know if he thinks he's a big deal, but I think, I think he's, he's a big deal. <laughs> and I, I, you know, he's, he. well, you know what, Let's here he is, Tony. Tony Cavallaro. Hi, Tony. How you doing, Hi, Tony? Hi, everybody. Thanks for listening. I am doing great today. How about you two? How, how are you two doing? Good vibes, no high complaints. fives, changing lives. It's It's... <laughs> <laughs> it's we're doing awesome. Touche. Tony, Tony Cavallaro, man. The uh I don't even know where to start with with Tony. You know what? Let's 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 do this. Tony, um first question, what you you asked us before we started recording where we are. Where are you standing? Where are you at right now? What part of the country? I am currently on um on my front porch on Sullivan's Island. Uh, right outside of Charleston, South Carolina, this is where um, we shoot the Righteous Gemstones. Oh, I've wow. heard so many good things about that show. I just found out about that show. Admittedly, I, I, uh, but I. And I, you film in Charleston? No, but it sounds like I'm going to like the show. But anyway, that's where you're filming is in Charleston, South Carolina. Yep, yep we shoot here in Charleston, South Carolina. Yep. And are, had you been familiar with that part of the country before this endeavor? Um. So, not. So I grew up in Northern Virginia, so very familiar with the East Coast. I lived there until I was 22 before I moved to L.A. Um, and I actually, so there's Sullivan's Island, and then the island closest to us is Isle of Palms. And when I was, I think, 12, I went to a karate camp on the beach on Isle mm. of Palms. Mm. Wow. And um, I got really sunburned, <laughs> and I was probably like 190 pounds uh, at 12 years old. So um, very different experience. Um, really fun, needless to say. Wow, wow, well, that wow that that makes me want to segue. So you wait, you were a you were a little chubby 12 year old. Oh yeah, dude. I was. Yeah, I might have been even younger than that. I might have been younger than that. I think I was. I was maybe like 10 wow. when I came down for karate camp um and i really i didn't lose the baby fat and i definitely still have a complex hence all 
you know, getting all the power blocks from you guys. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I really didn't lose the, the baby fat until I wrestled my sophomore year in high school. Okay. Got it. Wow. The, uh, yeah. Okay. So you, you but I'm, if I'm reading right, you were technically, were you born in, were you born in? Wh- Your where Wikipedia you? says you were born in L.A. What? Yep. Oh, that's not right. That's why I was like, home state Virginia, question mark? But I'm. thank you for, yeah, yeah thank you yeah, for clearing so that up weird. for us. No, North no, Virginia. I was born in, at Fairfax Hospital. Wow. In, uh, I'm Northern glad Virginia. you know that, Tony. Yeah. Yeah. The internet does not. G- grew, well, up, grew up in Virginia. Yep. Went to a Catholic school. Yeah, I wanted to ask you about that. You went to a private school? For uh, for a little while. Yes. For a little while. Yes. And, and what was the transition like? Was it grade school into high school or when was the private school? This is hilarious. Mm-hmm. So I went to Catholic school until fifth grade. And I really didn't like it. And then I ended up going to public school for the rest of middle school, which was amazing. I nice. loved it. It was such a perfect transition for me. I went from being like a D student to like a B honor roll. Um, the whole rest of my middle school into high school career. Yeah. And where did you end up going to high school? Uh, Annandale High School there in Northern Virginia. And, um, it was, uh, it was super fun. I was, I was really lucky. So I, I, I was a freshman and my brother was like, uh, my brother was a senior, you know, and like homecoming king, captain of the football team. So I got to be like the little chubby tag along. Uh. When you know. Tony, when did you first know you were funny? Ooh, great question. Um, well, we'll kind of tie it back in. So when I was the little chubby karate kid, <laughs> I um, I would use comedy to cope. Mm, you know, I think just being chubby and and I um, and my parents were always really funny. You know, I grew up watching. You know. Um, uh, you know, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, and my grandma always had Laurel and Hardy, and we'd be watching, um, uh, you know, uh, Animal House, mm. and you know, uh, Three Amigos. You know, some of the some of the best stuff growing up. And my parents were always so funny, and think so. I think I kind of got it from them. Um, but I remember like the first time I really knew, I, I like improvised a song probably when I was like 10 or 11 um, with all my karate friends and I would do it until I was beat red in the face (laughs) and I was singing about corn and I remember just having like a group of friends around me laughing hysterically and being like oh my god I I love this Um, that's how he figured out he was funny with corn yeah, yeah, it was. It, it went like corn, 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 corn. I was gonna say, can you corn, sing it? Corn, 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 corn. Uh, and then it would be something like corn for breakfast, corn for lunch, corn for dinner, even for brunch. And then I would do it, but I would do it, you know, very Matt Foley motivational speaker. Oh, I mean, perfect. Yeah, I would. Yeah, Farley was a big guy for me. Um, I, I just, yeah, I think that's kind of when I really found out that I love making people laugh mm. and you know um but 
yeah, I just, I didn't know you could do something like that for a living for a long time. When did you figure out that you could? Yes. What, you know, let's walk, walk us through that. You know, you're. When did you get I mean, into it? Did you go to college and then was, you know, from there? Yeah. So I went to a military college in Virginia. I, I really, and I want to tie in fitness into this too. So we'll, we'll, we'll jump back. But okay. a big reason why I went to that military college is because I always had a dream of playing Division One lacrosse. And, oh. um, it just so happened to be that, that, you know, that college recruited me and it was great. And, and, and so, you know, I ended up going to, um, VMI, the Virginia military Institute. And I was, um, date, dating a girl, my girlfriend at that time, her best friend lived in California and she was doing some acting work and I'd never been in California. It had always been a dream of mine. My dad had been born in Stockton and would, you know, talk so fondly about California and, and uh, oh my gosh! So, <laughs> did you guys hear that? That yes. was Adam Devine. No way. Yes, that was Adam Devine, and and he when he drives when he rides his bicycle by my house, he always cacaws <laughs> at me. So I'm sure we'll hear him again. Um, so he lives maybe like a mile down from me, uh, and we were just both using our power blocks to do a circuit workout, but he must be on his bike ride right now. So <laughs> That's awesome. Whatever he drives by the house, uh, rides his bike. He's big in the cycling. He could cause uh, we get, we get at us. <laughs> yes. I'm so glad you guys could hear it. Yes, like, oh, oh, yes we could. Um, and <laughs> Tell by him the we could back I, at him. I, I will. I will let him know that. By the way, he has a set of power blocks here. He has a set of power blocks back home, and he just told me that he bought his dad a set of power blocks that he was like so Jeez. grateful because he was just visiting his parents in the Ozarks. Nice. Um, Thanks for and the that's plug, how Tony. kind of yeah. well, of course. I mean, that's how I kind of fell in love with power blocks is because he had them during season one, and I was like, oh my god, I gotta, I gotta get some of those. And I think that's when I reached out to you all. Um, but anyways, getting back, I vacationed in LA. I met some actors who were actually working that I recognized. They were kind of telling me about it, and that. That's what started, you know, the juices started flowing, the brain juices about, um, you know, do I really want to go into the military? Is that something I, I wanted to do? Um, and so the juices started flowing, but um, to make a very long story short, like, I, I did not do a ton of research. Like, I was just like, okay, I'm going to move to LA and be an actor then. That'll be, that's what I'm going to do. And um, so I graduated from VMI. I know. Well, definitely some great, awesome, fun struggle stories. I um, I moved to LA and I proceeded to be a janitor for the first like six, six and a half years I lived in LA. And um, but luckily um, the hours were good. Uh, I was cleaning toilets and homeless feces off the sidewalks of the place that I was a janitor at custodial arts. Um, wow custodial arts yeah I was a master of it um, and I say that very loosely because my bosses would bring me in and be like hey your cleaning's not great but we're afraid to fire you because you might harm yourself um, I wasn't at the best point in uh, my life okay. All right. Struggle stories. They all have them. Yeah. Wow. I mean, it's true. Yeah. I, it was also just difficult because I would say most guys that go to my college get out and have a great job right away, whether they mm. go straight into the military or become, you know, lawyers. My two roommates were like civil engineers, you know, got great jobs right away. 
and I'm just like paycheck to paycheck, studio apartment. Um, and I mean, the actor's life. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I didn't really get my first audition until probably like, I don't know, like three, four years after moving to LA. And I didn't get my first regular job um, until like eight years after moving to LA. So I moved in 2000, fall of 2006. And I don't think School of Rock really even started till 2014. Yeah. So eight years. Would you say School of Rock um, was your big break? A hundred percent. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that was the first thing that was actually like series regular, really paying the bills. I mean, I did recurring on Heart of, Di- Heart of Dixie, which was great. And uh, oh my God, I made so many great friends on that show. Um, and that was a really fun experience. But even that really wasn't totally paying the bills. It wasn't until School of Rock where I could really, you know, let go of all the side hustles and uh, just focus solely on, on that. Tony, you've done improv, but have you done stand-up? Um, you know, I did for about three weeks. <laughs> okay. Do tell. Um, well... Might be long enough for. <laughs> it's really tough. For me. I mean, the thing is this. So, like, I always tell people, there's like anybody that asks for advice. I'm like, there's really like five ways to make it in the industry. You could be like a TikTok, Instagram, or YouTube star, and make it that way. You could study at an amazing acting sc- studio or school. You know, Yale School of Drama, um, the uh, Neighborhood Playhouse in New York, and get discovered there. You could um, be a family member of somebody that's uh, <laughs> way high up in the industry. You could do it that way. Uh, you could do it by going through, you know, really paying your dues with stand-up comedy. Or you could do it in the improv or sketch comedy world. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, in my opinion, those are kind of the real access points to, to making it. And so, you know, stand-up, you have got to pay your dues. I mean, you got to be able to stay out till three, four in the morning. And for me, that kind of interrupted with my 6am wake ups to get my workout in, you know? Um, and I was already paying my dues with the improv world. Mm. So I was kind of like, well, I don't think I need to burn the candle at both ends. You know, what drew me to the groundlings, which is like an improv and sketch. I always say it's like the minor leagues of Saturday night live. Right. Um, that makes sense. Like, yeah, it's like, you know, Second City, The Groundlings, UCB, they're all kind of in the same um, world uh, as far as like um, the, the minor leagues of, of Saturday Night Live and, and not just Saturday Night Live. So many people have come, you know, like Elvira was created at The Groundlings, Pee Wee Herman was created at The Groundlings, Lisa Kudrow uh, started at the groundlings. Like a lot of people use that as a spring, a springboard. Into and you're a member anything. there as well. You're, you're a part of that company, correct? Ex- exactly. Yes, exactly. Yep. Yep. And then like Melissa McCarthy, Kristen Wiig, Will Ferrell, oh. it's got a pretty, pretty cool, um, uh, pedigree there. Um, and so, you know, even though I was a janitor, I remember the first time I went there and, and saw that style of comedy and, and, you know, the way that they did characters. And I was like, oh, this is this is my calling, you know, creating really cool three dimensional, dimensional, multifaceted characters. Um, and so that's kind of what I fell in love with. And 
And, you know, at that point when I was just a student and looking up at the wall of, of the people that were in the main company, you know, you could pick, you know, any one of them and be like, oh, that one's in a sitcom I love. That one's in a national commercial right now. That one's doing this. That one's doing that. And I was like, well, if I can just get up on that wall, if I can get my photo up on that yeah, wall, that was the goal. maybe I'll, you know, maybe I'll get to work, you know. So, so Tony, the... The movie School of Rock, I think, came out in like 2003. Uh, Jack Black played Dewey. And yep. and you were probably about 20 years old at that time. Had, mm-hmm. Did you watch that movie? And and if so, I mean, a couple of years later, you were kind of that guy. I mean, you weren't, right. te- you know what I mean, just kind of floundering. Was there... Um, I mean, that, you know, he's one of my heroes. People have always said, you know, obviously, if you listen to me on the phone, <laughs> <laughs> we have a little bit of the same... Wow. <laughs> Uh, vocal uh, vocal yeah. tendencies, but yeah. Um, yeah, they do. I mean, you know that movie, and and even before that, I mean, uh, my best friend at one of my best buds at in college had um, the Tenacious D Complete yes. Masterworks. That's where I was going next, which, <laughs> which was their HBO show before like HBO was doing that kind of thing. They did a full se- season of tenacious d and it was like sketches and a little bit of narrated and it was totally bonkers gonzo bananas and i loved it and i love that style of comedy i mean i'd always been a huge fan of jack black ever since he played the goalie in the rollerblading movie airborne um Anyways. I haven't seen yeah. it either. I have to i have to <laughs> add that to my list are you have you met no, him i don't know have if you met jack black then? to any yes i have i have cool. oh did you guys hear adam just <laughs> there we go. There he is. He just rode back by. Um, the island's only two miles, so we might hear him multiple <laughs> times. Multiple um, cacaws. This is gold. This yeah, is awesome. multiple cacaws. Um, but uh, yeah, so Jack Black had always been an influence on me, and I'll never forget it. When you know, when I was working my way up, I was doing my due diligence and checking the trades, and and I remember when I saw that Paramount and Nickelodeon were getting together to do a School of Rock television show. And I remember sending that to my manager and being like, I have got to get in to audition awesome. for this whenever that yeah. comes. So cool. And and sure enough, it came down the pipe. And here you are. Yeah. And uh, that was a blast. It was so much fun. And the kids, everybody I got to work with on that show was just uh, amazing. You know, and you, I just got to learn the ropes of, of everything. I got to direct an episode, too, which was really cool. And learn a bunch about music and you know i'd never played the guitar before and so you know guitar lessons and you know recording sessions and it's just really really cool and to uh, i mean to get to do something like that and to get to play a, a character that was famous from from one of my idols um you know playing yeah. that character what was a just big a break real, what a cool story yeah, yeah totally true. totally awesome so tony I'm 48 years old, and in 1989, I was 16, okay. and the uh, Motley Crue Doctor Feelgood tour came, you know, through through Southern Minnesota, and I went and saw, yes. I went and saw yes. Motley Crue in 1989. The one they call Dr. So Feelgood. I, ha- I, ha- you know where I'm going with this. I have seen the Dirt. I've seen it twice. I was inebriated probably both times that I saw mm-hmm. it, or at least you know, drinking with some friends. I love that movie, mm-hmm. and you know, at the time, I didn't know who you were. You know, I'm just watching this guy play play Ozzy Osbourne lick, yeah. lick urine off a off a you know pool or whatever. Wow! Talk about that if if you don't mind and and how you got that part and how much fun 
it's I'm guessing that you had making that movie. Yeah. Wow. Well, so it's it's funny. I had um I had an audition for that part. I feel like in like September of the year before we shot it. And I was very excited. I'd never done No, no, you know what it was? It was December. So I was on set shooting a show, uh, shooting a movie called Dog Days, and I got a call um, that School of Rock had been canceled. And it never is easy. We mm-hmm. didn't really see it coming. We had finally done a big third season full of episodes and got the call, hey, they're not going to renew it. And it was, you know, gut-wrenching and heartbreaking. And, um, you know, I got this audition you know, for the dirt. And it was so weird because when I first moved to LA, my really good buddy, Justin, who I met in my very first improv class, we're still buds to this day, gave me the dirt and the book and said, read this dude, this'll be a great intro to life in Los Angeles. And it was so weird, such a full circle moment to get that audition and be like, how cool. And, um, and not only that, but like I had been a massive fan of Jackass and Wild Boys. And to see that Jeff Tremaine was directing it was another like, oh, my God, how cool. And, you know, my wife, you know, dolled me up, helped me, you know, prep for that audition. I'd never done an Ozzy Osbourne impression ever before. And I so I watched a bunch of videos of him from the early 80s, mid 80s. And... Um, put the audition on tape, sent it in and just didn't hear a word. And I think a few weeks later, I got an email from my agent. Hey, they want to do a director session. So I was like, Oh my God, I get to meet Jeff Tremaine. How cool is this? And unfortunately we had already booked tickets with my in-laws to go to New York. And I was like, guys, there's no way I'm going to be able to do this. Uh, I'm going to be in New York. And at that time, you know, it was an expensive trip, you know, didn't really want to cancel it. And they were like, well, they like you so much. They want to do it over Skype. If you can be in New York. And so we brought all the stuff to my wife's dress and makeup (laughs) and everything. And we're literally in the hotel room directly next to my in-laws and my butt cheeks are out and I'm doing this director session (laughs) with Jeff Germain. And, um, again, didn't hear anything. Didn't hear anything. Didn't hear anything. And then, boom, I get the call that, hey, you booked a role. And I was so excited. I was so pumped about it. But I remember getting it and it being like, it shoots one day in New Orleans mm-hmm. and you're getting a day rate on it. And being like, who cares? It's yeah. still going to be awesome. Right. This is going to be great. you know. But still, it was like all that work, all that work, and it's one day's worth of work. Mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And um, I just, I was like, man, well, maybe this will be the thing that breaks me out of the kids like TV world, you know? Um, and so I go, they make the announcement. This is now, that was in December. This is now in like February, they make the announcement and I'm going into my first pilot season after getting canceled, you know, with school of rock getting canceled. And so I go, go into pilot season, all excited Everybody knows I'm going to be playing Ozzy Osbourne and nothing. I get no jobs. So from that 
I think that November when the show had gotten canceled and I was working on that one job until I worked that April, that was my only day of work Mm. from November through that April. Um, and I remember, you know, in that movie, you guys, that's my real hair. I cut my hair into a crazy blonde mullet. I went and shot that amazing scene. It was one of my favorite days ever on work. Everybody was so excited to shoot that scene. All the guys were so nice hanging out with all those super amazing actors. And And they're asking me, everybody. Yeah. 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 Machine Gun Kelly, Aaron Rion. Um, I I mean, it was just, um, it was incredible. Douglas Booth. Um, and, and, um, Anyways, they're all amazing, but it was an Aussie, a Welsh guy and a British guy and then Machine Gun Kelly. And they were all asking me how to say things with an American accent. And I was like, well, if you guys hear anything with my British accent, please let me know. You know, Um, and so I shot that. So then I've got this (laughs) sober. Yes. Yeah. Um, That's funny you ask, but yeah, like. When I first moved to LA, I was a crazy maniac alcoholic, but now I'm almost 12 years sober. Oh, in real life. Congratulations. Um, thanks. Thanks. But um, I shot that thing, and then that was over. We're back in LA, and now I've got this crazy mullet, and I'm just like, what am I going to do? I'm, never, I'm not going to work with this mullet. And the next thing you know, my wife is working with a writing partner who's also an actor, and she auditions for this new Danny McBride show and is telling my wife about it and she gets the script and reads it and she's like oh my god you should audition for this you should audition for Danny McBride's little brother blah 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 that had already been cast they bring me in for this crazy satanist role and the stars align and uh I end up now having an insane mullet for the last four years wow is it was that your wife was that your wife's dress you were wearing in the dirt? Yes. It was. Nice. Oh, well, no, it wasn't. It was inspired by, I think, something that Ozzy wore in a photo. Oh, my goodness. Um, I remember funny. them having a choice of what I could wear. Not only that, but they had a choice of what to put my twig and berries in. <laughs> uh, like multiple, like they had As a you're song, showing them to all the they had a little, ladies. Yeah. yeah <laughs> they had like a little bag thing. They had another... And, um, yeah, needless to say, it was a very fun experience. And then I got to just, you know, have a relationship with all those amazing people, you know, working on that movie. Um, so, so you mentioned that with your crazy mullet that you now play yes. Keith Chambers in the Righteous yes. Gemstones. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that role? And, and I mean, tell us about it. How do we find it? How can we support you in it? Oh, it's very easy. So just get the HBO add on to whatever streamer you're watching. Got it. HBO Already got Max. It. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 And um, the first season's out there streaming. It's totally hilarious, insane, beautifully shot. Um, and I, I just, you couldn't wish for a more special role. I, I play a Satanist turned an ex-Satanist turned youth outreach minister who is best friends. I'm going to put that in quotations with Adam Devine's character. Uh, He plays Kelvin Gemstone, um, Danny McBride's, uh, the youngest son of the televangelist Gemstone family. Hmm. And um, it kind of... uh, Hilarity ensues. Oh, man. Yes. 
hilarity ensues. So we're currently shooting the second season because we couldn't shoot it last year. I don't know why. Um, but, um, yeah, we are cranking right now and can't wait to uh, get it out there. Is how, Danny McBride's got to be a hoot. Oh, just the sweetest guy. Yeah. Yes. Uh, a hoot is great. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You know, dad, family man, and and not at all like the uh, assholes he plays right. on TV. Tony, how do we, or how do our listeners, because I already follow you, how do we follow you on any social media platforms? How do we find you? Yeah, yeah, I think your best bet's uh, uh, Instagram. I'm just at Tony Cavallero. And um, yeah, you guys can follow me on there. Like I said, The Righteous Gemstones is great. And then I, I did a really cool movie that came back out on video on demand called um, We Broke Up with William Jackson Harper from The Good Place. And the amazing Aya Cash from The Boys. Um, that's a, a, a great indie rom-com. Um, and like you said, The Dirt is on Netflix. And then um, my wife and I are cooking up a really fun podcast, uh, a parody of yeah. Gwyneth Paltrow's Goop podcast called mm. Slop. That, um, okay, that, that makes uh, sense. That makes sense. Love yes, it. it does. Love there you it. go. Hey, so Tony, you, you've uh, how long have you been married? Um, it'll be, it'll be six years, August 1st. Oh, congratulations. Yeah. Thank you very much. The, uh, it's married six years sober for 12. We just learned. Yep. And yep. is, you know, if I could ask you, cause we got, we got to get going. We appreciate your time and we like to keep our podcast kind of short and tight, 30, 40 minutes. Do you, is, has fitness been a big help in sobriety? Oh my gosh. I mean, a it's been a big help in my entire life. It's mm. been huge. I mean, like I said, I did martial arts for the first, you know, 12, 13 years. And then I got into high school and I was a total jock football wrestling and lacrosse. And then I ended up going and playing division one lacrosse and then moved to LA and kind of knocked that all off for a little bit. But as soon as I got sober, I ran 11 marathons and messed up my knees, but you know, played pickup lacrosse, always had a gym membership. You know, it's, it's just, uh, it's been crucial and, and, you know, I, I still work out. My wife is like, what would you do if you didn't work out every day? <laughs> it's really hard for me to skip a day of working out. Um, like I'll give you guys an example today. I, um, I use my new power block, um, kettlebell attachment. I did 60, 60 pound kettlebell and I did, uh, 25, um, around the worlds, what's that called? Uh, like, you know, rotations around the head. Mm, yes. I did, yeah, 25 of those, 50 um, shoulder presses with the kettlebell, and then I did 75 squat to high pulls, 100 kettlebell swings, 25 wide grip push-ups, 25 close grip push-ups, two rounds through. So after that warm-up, what'd you do? Just kidding. And wow, dude. That, I did a circuit with Adam <laughs> and our buddy Kyle. Kaka! Yep, Kaka, that's right. And um, we did more. Oh, Lord. Jeez. That one was really that tough. sounds we did like with, a rad yeah. regimen you have. You know, yeah. now that's impressive, Tony. Hey, question for you, jumping back to what you said at the beginning. So I've got a nephew, 13 years old, five foot seven, 190 pounds. He's overweight. It, mm -hmm. it sounds like kind of similar to when you, you were a chubby kid. Yeah. And I think he's getting bullied a little bit. You know, I don't think he talks mm -hmm. a lot about it. Any advice to him? I mean, what, what do you mm. tell a kid like that? 
you know, haters going to hate, for one. Um, and that's easy to say. It's not easy to take because, you know, I, I never liked it. I hated it and it hurt. But the good thing is it's not going to last forever. And a lot of times that's their projection onto mm. you. Um, but it's really tough to lose that weight when you're that age because you're hanging with friends, you're eating snacks, you know. I mean, you know, what's been really helpful for me is like a lot of time when I'm hungry, you know, I drink a lot of water. We're not hydrated enough, I don't think. As a people, Agreed. we're just not hydrated enough. I drink two gallons of water a day. I've got a two-gallon jug. That's a little overboard. Get it, Tony. Jeez. But, <laughs> but uh, you know, love I, I just, you know, the boys, as much as you can, don't listen to them. And don't be around them. Be around people that lift you up and bring Bingo. you joy. And you, you can bring joy right back to them, you know. If like they're picking style. on you, yeah. they're not Dig worth it. your time. Dig you it. Know? You know, and I think that he's got, I think he's developing a better sense of humor because of it. I don't, I I don't say, know. just have him sing I a just, song about corn I mean, he just, he's kind of funny and he kind of uses humor, I think, maybe for the same reason you did. And I think that that can lead to good things. Yeah. And then, you know, find like-minded friends, you know. If, if you're hanging around with someone that's picking on you, tell them to bug off. I'm not interested in that kind of energy. Yeah. And See energy, ya. that's it. You're right. I don't want to exchange yeah. with this energy. I dig it. Right, you know. So, Tony, um, no, I appreciate that. So, you're excited about work? So I'm excited to go home. Actually, I'm not kidding. I, I have HBO Max. I pretty much have every streaming thing out there. And, you know, I'm, I'm almost every day somebody's saying, have you seen this? Have you seen that? And, you know, and I usually go, whatever. Yeah. But this one, because you and, and everything I've heard about it, I'm going to watch the gemstones, the righteous gemstones. Um, I think I think you will uh, dig it, and I think you're going to be very surprised by, <laughs> by so my character. I'm, <laughs> I'm not. Hey, you know, just I'll get this out there. I'm not big. I'm not much of a church guy. I'm almost anti-church. Will I like this show? One hundred percent. Church people, not church people. Satanists. Every, love it. Love I, it. I, it appeals I think to all. Anyone, well, yeah. I mean, the thing is, it's really poking, poking at hypocrites. Mm. I mean, that's oh, that, you know, oh, I'm definitely ooh. watching it. Then, that's, yeah, got I mean, Jason that's, there. That's that's the big Boom. thing is it's really you know, calling out hypocrites, and we can laugh at them and and uh, and, and and join in the fun. Yeah. So, Tony, and I, I keep saying one more question. I could talk to you forever. Well, can we get you back on the podcast here in a couple months? I like that question. Of course, yeah. And so then I guess, the, the unless Kitty has something, I mean, you do you feel now, I mean, with this show and everything you're established, if this one's canceled, I hope it's not. I mean, is this this is what you're doing the next 20, 30 years? You're going to be entertaining us on the screen? Who, who knows? I just try to do the right thing, try to have fun. And um, as long as I stay sober, good things seem to happen. Mm -hmm. So I just uh, I just here, here. ride that wave. We'll, we'll just see. What happens next? I didn't, you know, COVID. We didn't. I didn't work for a year, and mm. you know, I I like to be really busy. So I was working, yeah. you know, on a project with my wife, and she started making jewelry, and I started working on an app with a buddy, and so I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. It, yeah. It, I, I I love to entertain and, and act. That's super fun. But you know, that's the cool thing is, you know, we can uh, we can adjust and be malleable mm. and multifaceted. So yeah. we're gonna we're doing some skits here in a couple of weeks at Power Block. Okay. We're, we're trying to be more funny on our social media. We've tested it; okay. it seems to be working. 
We've got plenty of ideas. I uh, man, I wish we could afford to have Tony come up. Wouldn't here that be incredible? Well, I know we couldn't now because he's shooting. But you know, when you're done, yeah, we're, I would love to meet. We you might, in we might, we might. You and I might talk off air about that. We might figure something out here. But. You know, guys, uh, a well-timed fart sound goes <laughs> a million miles. Great advice, Dan, Tony. Remember that, Tony. Love it. That's Good all one. I'm saying. That's Look, all I'm saying. A well-timed fart noise. Well, write that one down. That's, that one's going that's, in. Uh, that's, that's We're going to tag Tony in that one. Thanks it. for the idea. And short shorts. Everybody loves short shorts. <laughs> well, yeah. Hans, the Haynes lifestyle guru, yeah. loves short shorts. I'll tell you that. Yeah, he does. Yes. That's the truth. And, you know, keep you gotta your work eyes out to peeled look good for in that some role. more Hans. Keep your eyes peeled for some more Hans. <laughs> and get your short shorts from my buddy BJ Gador. It's sleeves sold separately. He's Cuck got off. the best short shorts around. <laughs> sleeves sold separately. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. All right, I think that's all we've got for you, Tony, today. Uh, but we look forward to having you on another podcast sometime soon. Thanks, y'all. Have a great, great yeah. evening, and thanks for having yeah, me. What Tony, a pleasure. Thank you, man. It's awesome. We'll talk soon, dude. Okay, bye-bye, y'all. Bye. That guy's funny. Oh, a well-timed <laughs> fart noise. Gentlemen, ladies, funny. sisters, misters, everyone, just take that down as a piece of advice from Tony Cavallaro. I had so many questions I'd like to ask him, you know, you learn, you know, we, you do the, the dive in the prep and I read it and you can't find everything. And they always, you know, they surprise uh, almost every single one person that we've had has, has surprised me. And I know that, you know, it's it, I, listeners that are listening and, you know, they, I want them to be entertained and inspired. So I get that. And so I'm just, you know, I'm wired a little different sometimes. I mean, I would talk to him forever about going to Hollywood, being a janitor and being drunk and then getting sober. That's just fascinating. That's a to heck me. of a story. Because that, you know, that guy wouldn't be the way it sounds. I mean, if he'd have kept drinking, we wouldn't, we wouldn't, Tony who? I mean, exactly. we, we wouldn't know who he was. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and, and then I, you know, and not to take anything away from him, because I can, I can see the talent, the little I've seen of him, and I'm going to watch tonight. Start, Please let me know what start you think right away. The, the show. But, you know, just that be the right place, the right time, you know, just think about that. You know, he decided to do the Skype and read the book and do, you know what I mean? Just. That was really cool. Because there's so many people in Hollywood that, you, in, in, you know, maybe he'd have been one of them if he didn't, you know, work as hard as he did. But I'm glad he did because. He's got a great energy. I enjoyed him I just, a lot. I, I mean, again, I, really the only thing I've seen him in, I haven't watched School of Rock, but was uh, The Dirt. And he's playing, you know, a complete opposite Aussie. character than Dewey in mm-hmm. School of Rock and probably a complete opposite character than Righteous Gemstones. <laughs> I do want to watch We Broke Up. But anybody that can do Ozzy. <laughs> and <laughs> I mean, just. Yeah, he nailed the Prince have of Darkness. Have you seen The Dirt, Dan? I have not yet, no. Okay. Were you a Motley Crue guy um, at all? Or an Ozzy um, guy? Not until I got older, no. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, I and Motley Crue is not like, oh my God, I have every... I don't even... I li- When it comes on... My mom was a huge Motley Crue girl. It, I used to listen to... I, I, love, I still like Motley Crue, but sure. I, it's not in my... Unless I'm on Pandora. But I had to watch that show. I'd li- I went to a concert in 1989. Or may- it might have been early 90. At 16 years sure. old in La Crosse, Wisconsin. Go you. And I drank four uh, Bush beers, and that's and on the way there, and it rode me the whole time. Back in those, Whoa. remember those days when you could do that? Yeah. No, I don't. I yeah. don't remember those days. Well, anyway, you don't remember the Red Door either. Bad joke. Is that all you have for me, that's Jason? <laughs> you just want to give me bad joke after was, bad joke today? <laughs> yeah. Kitty, are we done? We good? Yeah. I need to call Tony to get some good jokes because you just gave me a bunch I, of bad ones. I'm full of bad jokes. <laughs> bad dad jokes. Bad uncle jokes. We got to have uncle jokes. That's got to be a thing. And Uncle Uncle Bod's got to be a thing. Uncle Bod. I'm oh. Working. Yeah. Are you going to start it? I'm Is gonna, that your new slogan? Yes. 
You could be fat and skinny at the same time and work out. Jason Lindsay. All Uncle right. Bod. Hey, Thank you. Thanks for having me, Kitty. Thanks, Support, Mr. Felton. share, subscribe. Hope you fall asleep. Get a hold of us at podcast at powerblock.com. Yes. Peace out.